How are you doing, Leo? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm okay, buddy. So today we're going to talk about your experience with COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, so to make this easier for us, just start from the beginning. Uh, when did you felt that you had it? What did you do about it? And which symptoms did you have? Uh, and how did you find out that you possibly could have it? Okay, so I, both me and my girlfriend, Finn, a little bit, well, I was probably not that bad. I just felt, you know, a little like the standard under the weather and a little bit of a sore throat. She was a lot worse. So she went and got a test. And I think it was literally one day. Obviously, we've been together for four or five days before the hand anyway. So she stayed at mine. Um, and then it came back positive for both of us. Uh, Hers got a little bit worse um, as the days went on for probably about a week's worth. She felt pretty shit. Um, the normal symptoms like losing taste, losing smell. Um, she had a she had a temperature, um, cough, sore throat. You know, like the normal the normal things are all saying. Mm. And I think she was like that for about seven days, and then started to get better. Um, me, I. My temperature wasn't that high. If you went just by my temperature, I was actually fine. Um, a little bit higher than normal, but not like, was it supposed to be 37.5 and above? Mm. I think yeah. something like that, or 37 maybe. Um, so mine was just sore throat and uh, a little bit of a cough and then, you know, just common cold really. So when mine was positive, I think, it's, it's scary because obviously if she didn't go and get hers tested, then yeah. I would have just thought, oh, there's nothing of it. I checked my temperature. My temperature wasn't in the um, where it should be for COVID side of things anyway. Um, and then, yeah, we had to isolate for 10 days, um, household for 14. So we just did 14 in total anyway. Um, yeah. So did you lose the sense of smell? I didn't know. I didn't lose smell or taste, thankfully. Wow. So I could still enjoy all my foods. So imagine if you were not with your girlfriend and uh, you'd be just spreading about, for example. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they've they've said now um, that after your 10 days isolation, if you've still got a cough or throat, you can go back to work and go and do everything normally it's just the temperature side of things now so um the nhs people said apparently the test post people rang me and they said um after 10 days you're no longer um what's the word like you can no longer spread it okay um from the 10 days of testing positive um so but it's scary because i didn't even have some of the the symptoms that they were saying. So it shows that obviously, obviously I'm young, yeah, active, yeah, yeah. quite healthy anyway. So, you know, my immune system is probably stronger than most people. So someone like me is probably just a carrier. It's, it's mm. quite fortunate that obviously we did get tested together and she was here because um, then I meant I actually isolated. It's <clears throat> crazy when you think about it that you, you, you probably had flus that hit you harder than this. Yeah. 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 Last Christmas, I was really ill yeah. for about, like, 
probably one of the worst mm. I've been. And that was definitely by far a lot worse than having COVID. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that everyone will feel why you felt. For example, your girlfriend was a bit harder than you, wasn't it? Yeah, and her dad was really bad. Was like, it? yeah, he was really bad for probably nearly two weeks. Um, like struggling to, he had like the breathing issues and everything. So it just, you know, but then again, he's, he's quite healthy. He goes to the gym and stuff. So again, it's not even, I don't even think it's just about if you are fit and healthy, obviously that does help, but maybe it's genetics. Maybe it's just your immune system, that type, that day that you caught, you might already be battling some sort of illness off. And then if you've, caught COVID at the same time, then it's going to make that a lot worse and maybe the symptoms would be a lot stronger on that person. Um, but yeah, it's it's scary to think how it can affect different people. In different ways. Uh, yeah, like you could get it and you could have been a hundred times worse than me and you're fit, healthy and active. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or someone might not be fit, healthy and active and be the same as me and it not really hit them. So it's strange. It's strange. I mean, I, I, was it scary for you at one point that, for example, I can imagine if I did a COVID at any time, I would be, or I probably already, I don't know, I'm just speculating here. I, if I had the confirmation that I had, I would be waking up every time, like touching myself, see if I'm all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Were you being freaked out about it? Like, oh, I have COVID, maybe I will wake up tomorrow and I don't breathe. Before, when it was all going on, when it first, I remember the first time Peterborough got his first case and I see it on the news and I see it and I thought, shit, like, what if I get it? Like, what if I can't breathe? And I, I did think about that side of things, but then when I actually had it and I realised that I wasn't really that ill, I didn't even think about it, to be honest. Um, so, no, nah, I don't think, I don't know. No, nah, I didn't, I don't think I was that that's scared about it there, there's some uh i read the other day that whoever had covid their brain aged 10 years more yeah i'm so smart now <laughs> more mature oh <laughs> yeah yeah but... I'm re- <laughs> sorry marriage i'm ready for kids and marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what happens when you got stuck at home for 14 days with your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so so this has been a hard year for for all of us like people can say oh it's not that hard but if you think about it you were mentioning last christmas and we are almost in christmas time again and i remember the first time i started hearing about corona was in december and then in january start getting bigger bigger in the news then in february then even in march was the lockdown yeah. So we have been going for this period of time since March till now, and I believe it will be even longer. In lockdown, we were only this year we probably only worked for five months. Yeah. And and others we've been stuck at home. How you how you been using this time? Do you think it's um, helping you? I or do you think it's uh, are you appreciating more things in life or are you just struggling? Okay. Um, 
this, I mean, we're only what, what was the day? I don't even know the day. Um, we're only what, three, four days in, maybe a little bit longer. Um, so it's hard to tell at the minute. I think when it hits is like the third, fourth week, or if he turns around after the four weeks and says it's going to be longer, I think that's when he'll hit. But I mean, this time I'm definitely better prepared. I think the hardest time was not necessarily the, the first lockdown we went in. It was my isolation. Um, and it was easier because I was in a household with my mum and my dad and obviously with my girlfriend. But I think it was more frustrating because everyone else is out and you're not. So everyone else was doing their normal things, working, you know, getting paid and going out for food and drinks and you aren't. So I think that was harder because of that reason. The first time, obviously, everyone's in the same boat. So I struggle quite a lot. But then it's also like you had everyone else that kind of understands because they're going for it at the same time. Like me and you were calling quite a lot, um, going for walks and bike rides. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the amount of times that you would go for a walk and I'd call you and I'm on I'm on a bike ride or something like that. So you if I'm sat there and I'm speaking to you about oh, I feel really shit today because of this reason, you can see why because you probably have felt it or you can understand it a little bit better because you're going through it as well and same for everyone else. Um, this time I think I'm definitely better prepared, but I think it's also good because the, the end goal. He said four weeks. Um, now, if it stays four weeks, that would be quite easy because, you know, like, look at it and it's easy to count down and down the days and be certain that, right, we've only got two weeks left. Right, we've only got six days left. Right, we've only got two days left. Do you know what I mean? With the first lockdown, it was no one had a clue what was going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's very hard to... Are you, are you prepared that... He comes back in two weeks' time and says that we need more time. They have extended the furlong scheme yeah, till yeah. March. That don't make sense to me. <laughs> I'll be, do four weeks, but we'll extend furlough till March. So, are you prepared um, for that? Probably not. I'll have to reassess and like speak to people like you and my girlfriend and stuff and you know like sort of think of more stuff i need to keep myself busy and occupied with um i think it'll be i'll be better off than i was the first lockdown um but i think i would struggle if it's longer than four weeks just as i think i drive myself insane when i'm on my own and not busy and not doing things i enjoy and love um, what would you think you're, how do you think you're going to deal with it? Oh, mate, um, just keep me, myself busy. Uh, first lockdown, when I was uh, going, uh, go, um, living it by the day, because I thought it was going to be a month and then two months, three months. And I was just living by the day and I was not prepared for that. I think I lost, like I barely have any memories of that time because you are not creating much of memory. You just locked at home. And I, I feel like it was in a sense, a waste of time. Uh, I didn't learn 
anything new, I would spend my days either playing FIFA or doing and anything that it's remotely unuseful. Um, the thing that the only positive that I took from the, the first lockdown was we having we stopped talking about creating a podcast and we managed to do it. It's the only positive thing that I have have through that lockdown. Uh, this time, I'm trying to keep myself busy. Uh, I have more goals. Um, I bought a home gym that I'm waiting for it now. Um, I'm going to change some stuff here in the house. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do as much of podcasting that I can. Um, so far, every day we have released an episode. Only yesterday was Sunday. I didn't bother. We didn't bother. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm just keeping myself busy. I'm trying to listen to books. I um, did a walk this morning, already trained for half an hour. Uh, and just keeping myself busy. Man. And I think I'm prepared for being more than um, a month. I think, I think it will be mid of January, February. I don't know. I also think he might um, open up for Christmas and then go back in. That doesn't make sense. I know, but they need the money. And that's kind of what, and they know if everyone goes out and spends, it'll be two weeks of spending and then keeps the country happy because they've spent time with their family and been able to get out over the Christmas period. Um, and then they'll lock them back down. But then again, I can't see. If they choose to say a third lockdown, how many people will be going crazy then? Kicking off. But imagine uh, he's allowing people to go waste money. Um, and people are going to be in financial stress because of the holidays, because they are just craving that much for social interaction. Um, and they're going to go crazy on Christmas shopping because they have two weeks everyone catch coronavirus on these stores um and then you're gonna go lock yourself at home again in january what is the most depressing year uh, month of the year because people are just waiting to pay their credit cards bills for the christmas debt yeah the last monday of january is usually called the blue monday because uh, everyone is skinned and waiting to get pay paid and no one wants to go work. So I cannot imagine him you know, opening either way. I do believe that he might allow people to come to different households on Christmas time, but I don't believe stores will be open. I think if they definitely think it'll be longer than four weeks. I think what they should have done is open things a lot slower and then maybe we wouldn't have been in this situation. Instead of doing pubs and restaurants at the same time and then the eat out, help out, which is a good idea, but then you're just encouraging everyone to go there at the same time. Um, you know, they open the gyms at the same, they open pretty much everything within the same sort of time frame. So then they couldn't really see what, right, that's the bigger issue. I, so if they, 
things slower. Mm. Let's say they pubs first, let's say, and then there was a spike. Right, close the pubs and keep this open and then just slowly add things to the list that go open. And then if there's a spike, whatever's previously just been opened, shut it because that's probably an issue. That's what I think should happen and it should have been slower. Um, but I think they rushed it. I think the money, probably a big thing. They probably wanted money. Um, would, you, thoughts? would you open the gyms? Me? Yeah, I would. I would after these four weeks. I mean, I would like them open now. But part of me is thinking there's absolutely no point. If, if they're going to do a lockdown for these four weeks, then that's fine. If it's just these four weeks... That's fine. There's nothing I can do about it. But then it's what they do afterwards, which will make, which will allow me to think, was that four weeks worth it or not? Mm. After four weeks, if they turn around and go, yep, yeah, everything's back open. And then in two or three months time, they then say, oh, we need to go into another lockdown. Was them four weeks worth it? No, we should have just carried on as normal because nothing's changed. So I think if it's down to me, um, I would probably open things like the gyms and leisure centres, um, introduce like sports, um, all them sort of things that not only improve obviously your health and well-being, but your mental health as well. See how that goes, manage that, and then add other things in, such as takeaway pints from a or a pub you're allowed to go in, but it's outdoors only. Just like little things first and see what happens and see if you can add extra measures to stop the spread or, do you know what I mean? Like mm. schools, a little, do you know what I mean? Rather than do absolutely everything and then two months later go on the news saying, oh, it's not worked, so we're going into another lockdown. Because then it just made this one pointless. What would you do? I think... I think gyms um, should be open, um, but I also do, there's one thing that I think it needed to happen is um, people that are not respecting the rules should not get uh, advantage like using a gym. Yeah. So giving power to gyms to just expel people that are not fit to be on society. And um, they don't have, they not follow rules, they do not respect. And uh, for example, you as a fitness instructor, you before you did this job, which you may enjoy or you may not enjoy. But then lockdown happens, you come back to your work, and now you have to have uh, negative interactions on a daily basis with people to say, can you clean your kit? Can you do this? Uh, we are talking with grown adults that we should not be enforcing these rules. Uh, it should not be necessary. And especially when this person comes and defends their bad behavior, these people should not and gyms needed to expel these people. You should not having you should not need to have these conversations with people. Yeah. It should not be needed. Especially now. Yeah. And if people 
have issues, open your own gym, uh, create your gym at home uh, so you don't have to clean the kit. If you don't understand why you need to clean the kit, you should not be surrounded by people. End of. I think we. Sh I think some people that follow the rules should not be penalized because of other people just want to be different. And this is my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely been harder coming back than I thought. I think the first sort of week it was all exciting, and then it sort of hit. You know, the first week the gyms were dead anyway, weren't they? Yeah. No one was really there. And then as it started to pick up over two, three, four weeks later and go back to probably, I'd say about normal, um, you then get, like you said, the people that you have to tell off. And it, it's, hard, it's hard to enjoy your job as much when not only have you got all these other rules and regulations in place that you now have to do, which is fine and I don't mind doing that if it means keeping the gym open and keeping my business running and doing something I enjoy but when it's like you said daily interactions with someone not cleaning the kit which you go over and ask them can you please go back and clean that kit and they sort of give you an answer as if to say why <laughs> yeah. like make me feel like I'm the one being a dick yeah and when you get that, two or three times a day, there you're there, and you just see people's shit attitude towards, uh, like, as if they shouldn't do that, it, it makes your job hard to enjoy, and it's frustrating when you're around that kind of negativity. And to be honest, that with, with or without coronavirus, that should realistically have been in place. Yeah. It should, it's just hygiene, yeah. really. It's standard. I'm not bothered in, you know, like, wipe it. if you don't want to wipe your kit down before, like before before this coronavirus anyway, if you didn't want to wipe that down before, that's your choice. But I think it's just respectful to definitely do it afterwards because you're leaving sweat on that bench for which is going to dry and someone else is going to touch that. And it realistically should have just been put in play. Yeah. That should mandatory do you know what I mean yeah. and it's, it's just annoying because we obviously battle our own sort of issues at the gym with people not putting weights back people throwing the dumbbells about you know leaving equipment in a state and not putting stuff back where it should be and then when you've now got you deal with that and that's become sort of normal to tell people to put it back and now there's another there's more sets of rules which people are now not following or we have to keep reminding them and tell them off like they're seven years old it is hard to walk into that atmosphere and that environment and feel like this is do you know what i mean this mm. is what i love to do it can't yeah it's difficult to to do that um i mean you you've got it worse because you're the every day all day you're the you're the manager so you i bet you're getting loads of people kicking off and moaning at you over stuff you can't even Mate, it's uh, it, would, it it has been really hard coming back um because when i was stuck in lockdown for example uh, uh i was realizing 
how much we take so many stuff for granted. Um, yeah. Uh, the liberty of doing whatever you want. Uh, you can go to the gym, you can go to a store, you can go to the movies. These are things that sometimes we don't even, we are doing them and we don't even appreciate it. We're just, uh, I have nothing to do, let, let me do that. But when you're stuck at home and there's nothing you can do, you start even miss, missing these things. And I remember as I, I, that I said, uh, when we come back, people just going to be looking for this interactions, being nice and appreciating life in general. This was my, but uh, then I thought it was going to last a bit longer because I know that some people easily forget what they went through. Mm. Um, and I, but I did thought that it would last a bit longer. It's like the first month we had people that were even not, they were regular members, but sometimes they, they ran away from social interaction, but, and start talking to us, even when we were back, it was really nice. But then starting the second month, um, when we ask FTs and PTs to, uh, policing the gym floor, when we are not in the gym floor and we start having you guys coming and saying, look, this is, um, this person is not doing that. That person is not doing that. And we start coming more to the gym floor and realizing that these debates that we should not clean or not <laughs> with people that it's like, this should not be happening. Why is this happening? Uh, like you, so sometimes I feel like I am a babysitter. Yeah. I don't understand how can a grown man that that you go to him and say, oh, could you please clean your kid? And he says, why? Or can you put your mask on? And he says, why? And I don't understand why I do even need to have this conversation with you. And I can lose my, my temper in a way or my reason because I don't understand. It's a really, it really conflicts my my being like why am i having this conversation like yeah it's it's ridiculous man i don't think certain people should have kids even because <laughs> what is obviously all of us pts now are doing when we're on shift normally we're doing classes inductions one-to-ones gym tours and now obviously all that's been put on hold yeah. And with the cleaning massively ramped up, we're doing a lot of cleaning. And I think the reason why it frustrates me is not doing the cleaning itself. It's doing the cleaning and then watching other people not clean their kit down. That that winds me up massively because it's like, I'm doing a job for you to keep this place open and you can't even do the simple thing of spraying down the, hand, the handles of the dumbbell or just putting it back so you're just making my life so much more difficult and making me do so much more than i actually need to do on top of all the extra things i now need to do and it's like if if you see if you see a rubbish man litter picking on the street you just throw your rubbish on the floor and go well he's picking it up yeah yeah you don't you don't yeah. or if, if you're if you're in the bathroom and 
there's okay so the cleaner at the gym yeah the cleaners at the gym if they're in the bar if they're in the changing rooms and they're mopping the floor and changing all like the loo roll and all that you just piss all over the seat and go fuck it they're going to clean it anyway you don't you you still act normal and that's what winds me up when i'm cleaning and then i'm like it's so hard for me who's cleaning the equipment to now go over to them and go can you clean your equipment yeah look at me just go but you're cleaning it and it's some people are fine they're like i'm I'm really sorry i forgot and that's fine because i probably haven't i haven't spoke to that person before but it's when you get that you know the person that's had an issue in the past where they don't put their weights back it's just their attitude yeah when they give you attitude for it's not even like I'm being a dick. Like, it's not even like I'm doing what the gym wants me to do. I'm doing what the government is telling me to do. And you treat me like I'm in the wrong or... Do you know what I mean? So that, it makes it so hard to have motivation and to enjoy what you're doing when you're surrounded by that. And there is a lot of members. And obviously there's good ones and there's some that help us out massively. Um, But... It definitely outweighs. Yeah. So tell me something. So so that we can finish. Uh, tell me a situation that pissed you off the most. Okay. This was this is when we just opened, right? I think I might have mentioned it on one of the other podcasts. I'm not sure, but I'll say it anyway. So I'm not on shift. I'm in between my clients, and um, I go into change rooms. I go toilet. I do a standard procedure of washing your hands because that is mandatory. And the guy that was next to me, and it baffles me even more because I'm in my uniform as well. And we're in the urinals next to each other. And I turn, start washing my hands, and he just walks straight out. Right? And I think, okay, let's see what he's doing. So I finish drying my hands and stuff, and I go out and he's walking upstairs. So he's going to go and train. He's just out of piss, right? And I think this was literally the first two weeks of the gym's being open. And I went upstairs and I tapped him on the shoulder and was like, wait. And he turned around to me and I went, are you going to go and wash your hands? And he looked at me gobsmacked. And this, <laughs> like, this man is mid-30s, maybe 40s, right? He, like, do you know what I mean, right? And I went, are you going to go and wash your hands? And he looked at me as if he's baffled that I've told him off for that. And I was just like, oh, like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he didn't feel embarrassed because if someone felt embarrassed, they'd have been like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, and probably made up an excuse of why they forgot to wash their hands, which you didn't forget. You don't forget to wash your hands. You either do it or you don't. So he does it. And especially with this whole... It was literally two weeks after the gym's just opening, coming out of isolation. I think it wound me up the most because I was like, like, if you are not washing your hands, what else are you doing? He's probably sat there picking his nose. Probably, he definitely ain't wiping his kit down. He definitely ain't putting shit back. Um, And yeah, it was just the way he looked at me as if to go like, what's your fucking problem? And that just really pissed me off. Do Do I know this person? No, I've not seen him before. Is he still there? I've not seen him since. I told Bally. Oh, good. <laughs> I think that, yeah. that's why I think we should have cameras in the toilets. 
<laughs> oh my god, ridiculous! Yeah. What's the thing that's pissed you off the most? Oh mate, uh, look. Uh, as you said, I spend there all day. Um, I can tell you that every day I have one argument at least. So it kind of normalized my uh, being pissed off at members. It just became a normal routine. At least once a day, I have an argument with someone. Um, what pisses me off the most is that I know how our team is feeling for trying to be enforcing the rules. And I know how much you guys go through and how much you're getting back as well from the gym. Uh, when I say from the gym, I think the company has been amazing. But I'm, I'm saying work-wise for yourselves, why you guys are getting back and how much you guys are doing it. Um, and um, how much daily, on a daily basis, how much shit I get from certain members that make our life difficult and getting a bad comment or a bad message of a member saying that we are not doing what we need to be doing. That is something that pisses me off completely. When I know our heart, we are yeah. trying to follow the guidelines. And also we are thinking as it as a business wise and people don't appreciate or they spend one hour in the gym. They spend one hour in the gym and they see some someone not cleaning the kit and they do a comment like that. And it's like we spend eight hours if one person if we miss one person, why are we failing? Yeah. The best example I can give you as well is that there's speed limits on the streets. People sp still speed. Are you going to message the police and say, I just seen someone speed and you guys did nothing about it? It's like, what, what can I, we do? We have coverage as much as we can. And we try to do as best as we as we can. But it's yeah. hard to police 100 people. And having comments like someone saying that, oh, uh, I'm here in a in a treadmill and I just seen someone come in without a mask. It's it's really frustrating when we have daily disagreements with people trying to enforce that. It's like, why, why do we even need to have these conversations and we are having them and we still get that we're not doing enough. Yeah. It's uh, this is what frustrates me a lot. And, uh, and you almost get the feeling, okay, you got what you wanted. The gyms are closed. But it makes me laugh. Like they make masks mandatory, but then you're not allowed to tell someone to put a mask on. Like it, that doesn't make sense. Like if I if I walked into the shops, I I'm, I have to wear a mask, mm. otherwise find. But they're not allowed to ask me to put a mask on. That that's something that I don't understand. It, I, 
understand. But so what's the... And, I, think, um, I think in a way is not to... For example, is that the person is already a rebel in a way that, oh, he's so cool, he's a rebel. Congrats, mate. Um, is that to avoid... It's, it's not to put the store in a situation where they are um, failing. For example, they should kick the person out. It's, I think it's not to put them in that situation. It's not their job to kick the person out. It's to I avoid think, confrontations, I think. But they care so much about upsetting people. Like, they don't want to make someone feel upset because they're not putting a mask on because they might have a medical condition. Well, that's fine. Tell them your medical condition. But someone goes, oh, put a mask on. Oh, no, I don't need to. Why? And they can't give you an answer. It's because they're just abusing the fact that there's a rule that you're not allowed to ask someone because it's against their rights or whatever bullshit rule it is. Like, there's a global pandemic the country is in the shit, money-wise, health-wise, and you're worried about upsetting someone because they're abusing their power. And it, that winds me up. And I think what you said about the 70 miles per hour thing, that's, that's correct. That's and it's true. like, it, it'll just keep going around in circles. And they're the same people, they're the same people that will moan that, oh, there's a lockdown and... You know, they can't go out and they can't do this, but they're the same people that will go into their shop to get their food shop and then forget their mask and just give a bullshit reason or abuse the fact that they'll go, well, they're not going to ask me to put a mask on because they're not allowed to. They're the same people that will moan and bullshit and not stick to the rules. And then that's why we go into... It's why we go into... um, Right, look at the house parties some of the uni students are throwing. It's a fucking joke. Like, imagine if none of this, like, imagine if everyone stuck by the actual rules in the first lockdown. Yeah. This wouldn't have been happening. It would have been done. No one, people didn't. And yes, most of, like, for example, Peterborough, yes, we've got cases, but we're not high. We're actually fine. And I tell you what, the, the council have actually, you walk around Queensgate, there's signposts up, they've one-way systemed it all, they've they've got people walking around reminding you to put it over your nose because people don't. They're actually quite strict on it. Now, I went Cambridge, nothing. Nothing. They, No one was there, no one. They've got, in Peterborough, they have people, uh, um, one of the entrances, you know, the, the entrance, they had um, someone standing there just pointing at the, like a clean or something, pointing at the hand sanitizer when you walk it in. Mm. I went Cambridge, nothing. And the last day, the last day we were in lockdown, I popped to up into town and I was in Primark and there was a police officer walking around Primark telling people to put their masks over their nose. But what this is what I mean. If it was that serious, why were you not doing that from the very first day you went to Queensgate? Yeah. This is what I mean, like, even the government choose and pick when to be strict and when not to be. And as long as it stays like this, I just feel like it's just going to be a an issue. And all you're doing is demotiv- de- demotivating people to actually stick to the rules. 
Because if people don't see change, they'll just turn around and go, fuck it, what's the point? Yeah. And more and more people will start doing it. It is, it is. What can you do? Exactly. Ran over. Ran over about it. Liam, so yeah. that's it for today, buddy. Wait, bro.